Welcome to the Chad Taylor Radio Show. Here's Chad Taylor. Joining us on the show today, I'm so excited about this because one of my favorite movies of all time, of all time, is Christmas Vacation. So I am excited to have Ellen Latson on the line. She played Ruby Sue in Christmas Vacation. I'm also joined today on the show by my good buddy B Socks and Hello. Karina's here. So this is going to be Hi fun. Guys. And uh, Ellen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, of course, I'm going to have a ton of questions about Christmas Vacation, but I want to start from the beginning because you have a very interesting story of how you got into the entertainment business, how you got into acting. So tell us about that. Yeah. So I grew up in New York and I had never had any sort of acting experience before. Uh, you know, we, we hadn't, my, my family hadn't really thought to, to, to put me into acting, but my mom had seen an article in the paper that was advertising an open audition for an untitled Adrian Lyne film starring Michael Douglas, and they were holding open auditions for girls ages six to eight with a certain kind of, um, you know, characteristics and, and whatever. And so my mom thought that I kind of fit the bill, and so she said, you know, hey, do you want to do this? And I'm six years old at the time, and I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds cool. And so we went, and it was kind of a lark, but we uh, we went out for it, and the casting directors loved me, and I went back for several callbacks and ended up getting the part. Ellen, did in, did anybody tell your parents exactly what you were getting into as a six-year-old with Fatal Attraction? Not that I recall, no. I think that this was, you know, I, and like I said, because it was such a lark, I think that they, we were just kind of doing it for the hell of it. And, you know, it, it all just kind of happened so suddenly. No, I don't think that anybody was prepared for it. Like, that's not what you take the whole family to, to, you know... <laughs> debut the six-year-old in, right? Right. Definitely not. <laughs> but such an iconic movie for, like, your first role. I mean, people usually start off pretty small. Here, you're with a mega movie star like Michael Douglas, and you're in this movie that becomes a, not only a blockbuster at the time, but it's still, you know, revered as one of the best movies of all time. I mean, what a cast you got to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, what, what I always say about it is that I feel really fortunate, not only with, with Fatal Attraction, but with Christmas Vacation, that you know, I mean, I, I did a lot of things over my career, but those two movies, having been a part of them, you know, they're, they're, they really stand up today, and, and they've really woven themselves into the social fabric of our society. So it makes me feel really proud and, and fantastic to have been a part of that. Ellen Latson joining us here on the show today. Ellen, take us to the first day on the set of Fatal Attraction, what that was like for you. Again, this is new territory for you, your family. What was that first day like? You're asking me to go back about 32 years. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, I, I honestly don't remember the first day. Uh, you know, it's it, it's all like I, I have very vivid mem vivid memories of of filming, but you know that's 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 a little too far back for me to remember specifically. But uh, what I, what I do remember is that everybody was so nice, and I just did you feel really it naturally. Ease? Absolutely. Was there anybody sure. that was kind of like, uh, if you know, the dad on the set to you or, you know, the mom or the, the crazy aunt? Like, who do you remember in those kind of roles, <laughs> you know? So everybody was, was really, um, really great with me. I, you know, Ann Archer definitely was like a mother to me on the set. She, uh, she had a, a son that was a little bit younger than me at the time, too. And, and in fact, it's funny that in the original script for Fatal Attraction, the character's name was supposed to be Alice. But because I didn't have any acting experience, Ann Archer thought, well, maybe we should change it to Ellen because I think that maybe she will take to it more 
if you know she's called by her actual name, but then then by a name that she doesn't know. So that was, that was her idea first and foremost. So yeah, she was great. She uh, I remember telling her I was really into She-Ra back in the day and and really wanted this one She-Ra action figure. And so she took me, Ann Archer took me to FAO Schwartz one day when we when we weren't filming to try to to buy it for me, which I thought was so sweet. Um, but besides Ann Archer, you know, Michael Douglas is great too, but I would say that somebody that, that would, that two people that I really got close with, um, of the crew were the first AD, Bob Girolami and my tutor, Leah, they were both so great. And, you know, my, my mom couldn't always be on set. And so Leah kind of acted as my guardian sometimes. And so, so yeah, they, they were like surrogate parents for me on the set. Well, and after Fatal Attraction, I mean, it was really like zero to 60 for you because you were in numerous movies after that. You did TV shows. You even did Broadway, didn't you? I did. Tell us about your Broadway experience. So I did a Broadway play uh, at Lincoln Center, a play by John Guare um, called Four Baboons Adoring the Sun, which is based on an actual sculpture that's in the Louvre of these four baboons that are just kind of, you know, sitting with their with their hands up adoring the sun and... It was sort of an ensemble cast, and you know there there were a ton of kids in it, and it was such a great experience for me. I was about twelve when I did it, and it was really challenging. I'd done school plays before and things like that, so in that sense, I was I was sort of ready, but never for kind of the caliber of Broadway. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, you, so she conquers Broadway, right? Yeah, and all by the age of what eight? Yeah, this is crazy. 12. Well, yeah. excuse me. Well, so she conquers Broadway. And then, of course, Ellen, we, we have to now take it to Christmas vacation. But I want to know, again, the casting for this. How did this all come into your life, first and foremost? How did you hear about the movie? About Christmas vacation? Yeah. How did that all happen? How did that come into your life? Well, after I got the part in Fiddle Traction, at that point, I got an agent in representation and started auditioning full time. So... It was it was a couple of years between the release of Fatal Attraction and when I started filming for Christmas Vacation. So in that time, I was working and auditioning every day. Living in New York, I was able to um, to go to the city and, and audition on the weekdays. So it's pretty much a full-time thing. But when Christmas Vacation came down the pike, it, the casting directors for that movie were the same as for Fiddle Attraction. So they already kind of had me in mind to bring me in and, and read for the role. So I went through the process, and, I mean, immediately I was really excited about it because I was familiar with the Vacation franchise, and John Hughes was was a, a screenwriter that I was very familiar with. He's uh, a genius. Actually, uh, total. Such a loss um, having him gone. But... I had tried out for and loved the movie Uncle Buck. And, I mean, at that point, I was familiar with The Breakfast Club and, and Sixteen Candles and some of his other work. So I, I was familiar with, with John Ware. I mean, sorry, John Hughes. And uh, he, so so having the opportunity to, to audition for this was a thrill. And so I went through the, the process, um, you know, even though I knew the casting directors, and I think they probably sort of had me in mind for the role. And... Probably had a couple of callbacks and and met with John and Jeremiah Chechik, the director, and ended up landing the part. Did you think in a million years that Christmas Vacation would turn into the cultural phenomenon it is today? No. And again, I'll preface this by saying that I was young, and I don't think that I could have really wrapped my head around 
the fact that there are such things as cultural phenomenons, but watching it evolve over the years and, and myself grow and, and having it be 29 years later and that the movie is, is almost more popular than ever, I would say. It's, it's sort of like a fine wine. It, it, it has aged really well with time. And people love it. I mean, it's, it's a classic. It is truly a classic. And, you know, I, I think that it, it definitely is up there with, with any of the most classic Christmas movies. Like, it's a, it's a, wonderful, excuse me, it's a wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street or, um, you know, A Christmas Story. It's, it's, it's definitely, it stands the test of time. And, no, I don't think that I ever anticipated that it would have the the gravity that it does. We'll get into the actual movie itself, but one more question kind of along that same lines. Is it one of those things where you get to this time of year and everybody starts to kind of start talking about it more? I, I mean, I have no doubt you're proud of being in the movie, but at some point, does it get kind of like, oh, God, everybody wants to watch this dumb movie again? No, absolutely no. not. I First of all, it's I'll, I'll say that my favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story, because it just, it, it, it just is. But that said... Christmas Vacation is probably my second favorite. Nothing to do with the fact that I was in it. I mean, of course, I have these feelings of, of you know, like pride and, and joy knowing that I took part in it. And watching it brings up all of these great memories. But just as a movie in itself, it is so hilarious. When, and it's something... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask, when, when you and your friends are actually watching this, or you and families, uh, you and your family are watching this, like... When everybody's doing the lines, do they make you take the part of Ruby Sue, or do you take over someone else's line? No, I mean I think <laughs> actually. Although I, I last year I was at my boyfriend's house for um, for Christmas, and it happened to come on the TV, you know, and and nobody really makes a big deal out of it. It's you know it just is what it is. But it happened to be on, and um, I think my my boyfriend's brother-in-law, you know, was with me in the living room, and it's like, oh, it's your part. And they're like, Ellen, do, do your part. They're like, go stand next to the TV and do it. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And it was probably the first time I've ever done that. <laughs> but, I would have But done. in general, you know, like we're, we're all, you know, when I'm watching with my family or, or whoever, you know, we're all just saying all the lines and cracking up the whole time. Oh, I would have done anything to have been in that room when you were doing that. Oh, yeah, especially if there's a bottle of wine involved. <laughs> right. Just to make it a little bit more fun. But, I mean, it just, I mean, that's the part, I think that's what's special about that movie is, you know, it's it's been around long enough that everybody knows the lines to it. And it really, right. if you sat down and said, okay, Chad, you're going to be Cousin Eddie, I'm doing Clark, and uh, Ellen's going to do Ruby again, we could mm-hmm. probably do the movie. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So now you're a little bit older when you do this movie. Yep. And now you can take us to your memories on the set because you were close with the cast, from what I understand, right? Yes, absolutely. So I was probably closest with Cody Berger, who played Rocky, my brother. We were only a couple years apart, and we just, you know, we we spent the most time together. So he he and I were probably closest. Uh, He lives in Florida. He's married and and has a daughter who is is. Pretty into gymnastics, but he's just living a normal life. Now I have to I have to ask you: the first time you met Chevy Chase, what was that mm-hmm. experience like? Because he's one of my all-time favorites. He was great. You know, he was he was always really wonderful with me. Um, you know, I will I will say that it was such an ensemble cast, and everybody was like a family. But Chevy did kind of keep to himself. But when it came to spending time with me, because I I was the type of kid that really. Uh, 
enjoyed relationship building and, you know, was just a, a lover of people and just wanted to, wanted to be around people. And so, you know, Chevy, Chevy was no different. He was somebody that I, that I wanted to be around. I really liked his energy and thought he was funny. And, you know, of course I'm, I'm sure in my mind, he's like the star of the movie. And so like, Hey, I should be buddies with that guy. But I would go and visit him in his trailer and, you know, we'd like play card games and, and joke and, and it was fun, you know, and, and he was always just really sweet with me. And he had three daughters of his own and, and I think probably had a, had a soft spot for kids. What's Randy Quaid like? And what happened to that dude? I mean, yeah, things got a little crazy. I don't know, but what, what was he like working with? He was great. Randy was great. He was really funny. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I really spent as much time with him as I did with maybe um, Miriam Flynn, who played my mother. But... I do remember him being a sweet guy and, and very funny and, and entertaining on set. And as far as what happened to him, I don't know. I think that, you know, he just got involved with somebody that is a couple sandwiches short of a picnic yeah. and sort of, <laughs> you know, t- took him into her psychosis. And it's really sad. It's really sad. Ellen Latson joining us here on the show. Now, the reason I brought Karina in, Ellen, <laughs> here is- we go. Here comes the humiliation. We brought Karina in here, what, about a year and a half ago? Maybe a little more? Yep. And how old are you, Karina? 31. Okay, so she's not young. It's not like we're talking to some 15, 16-year-olds. You're not young. Well, I'm saying that because it's going to make sense in a second here. (laughs) So as I told you, Ellen, I walk around the office. I do this at home, too, but I walk around the office. I quote this movie year-round. One of my favorite movies. That's an understatement. Yeah. Like, every single day. And then he'll ask... Do you know what movie that's from? And I look at him with like a blank stare, and I'm all, "No, dude." And he's like, "National Land, Putin's Christmas Vacation." I mean, every single day I look at it, and I'm like, "What?" Now, now here's the thing, Ellen. She's never seen the movie, or let me take that back. She, I finally got her to watch it yesterday. It yes. took her oh 31 years to finally watch the movie, <laughs> and she hated Ruby Sue. Absolutely you hated, hated Ruby too? No. <laughs> he, we just thought we'd embarrass I her. Say, I'm, I'm hanging up. No. <laughs> I mean, shit and bricks. Uh, oh, sorry. Shit and rocks. Come on. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's classic. It, it is, absolutely. But I mean, what, I, what's funny is I, I watched her eyes light up when you said what your your favorite Christmas movie of all time was. Oh, Christmas Story. Oh, Christmas hands story? Down. Yeah, that's hers, too. It's the best. So, but I but I got to disagree with both of you, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the show today. But my all-time favorite, and it's not just around. I watch it year-round. Yeah, I, I just love the vacation. I love all the vacations, but Christmas mm-hmm. vacation is my all-time favorite. You serious, Clark? <laughs> I mean, I even had to go buy the the ugly Christmas sweaters that had the. Uh, why is the floor all wet? I don't know, Margo. I had to, I mean, seriously. Right. Yes, absolutely. Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> I mean, the, again. Right. I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. What's your favorite line from that movie? Oh, God. Yeah, shit and bricks aside. I mean, yeah, shit and bricks aside, what is your favorite? So hard to say. I mean, you know, the whole rant that Chevy goes into about Frank Shirley is just so classic and i mean and it, and the funny thing about that that part is that because it was such like an involved monologue so i don't know if you i mean i'm sure you guys have since you've probably seen them a million times but you know when in 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 that scene chevy's standing in the in the den and the rest of the family is just kind of like standing in the doorway between the den and the living room sort of in a semicircle and basically during the filming of that scene the you know they, they had us all lined up there and the camera was sort of behind us on Chevy, and he's facing us, and they had to put cue cards 
on the adults that were standing there because it was such like a tongue twister for him <laughs> that he had to, you know, that they, like they're all standing there with these cue cards with the with the lines on them, and it was just so funny. But yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts. Bend over, and, bend over, and I'll show you is, is definitely a good one. I wasn't talking um, to you. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, Was B there? socks, you got to tell her about the Christmas card this year. Oh, oh yeah, because I didn't understand it until I actually yes. watched the movie. They, yes, you, you definitely, Ellen, have to hear about his Christmas card this year. Well, since okay. Chad has your since Chad has your number, we'll text you a picture of it. <laughs> but oh, uh, my my wife recreated the shitter is full scene. Oh, really? With our three-year-old. <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like I've seen it. That's not like that hasn't like gone viral, has it? Because I feel like somebody just sent me something that was super similar <laughs> to that. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't go viral. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but no, she had uh, he had he has his little uh, car out there, and he's got a you know hose. He's got the cousin Eddie hat and the robe, and yep. and uh, his uh, his uh, his boots on his moo boots. So yeah, that was our that that was our Christmas card this year, and it was completely her idea. She was like, "Hey, do you care if we?" Do this? No, I love you more. Take off your pants. <laughs> so bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's our Christmas. We'll send you a picture of it. Please do. I would love it. So, Ellen, what are you up to these days? So I'm living in Michigan, which I think you guys have have gleaned at this point, um, or maybe not. I don't know if you know that. I um, I moved here about two years ago from LA. And um, I was working for a, uh, a restaurant slash music venue here in, uh, in in Ferndale, which is like just north of, of Detroit, called Otis Supply. And I left that job in June to focus on doing a voice acting career. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, I left acting when I was 15 to go and, and live a normal life and be a regular working stiff and... and Twenty plus years later, I've sort of come full circle and decided, you know what, that acting and, and entertainment is the one thing that ever really fulfilled me in life. And so, I lamented the loss of it, and so I'm I'm trying to to get a voiceover career off the ground, and that's what I'm working on. I think she'd be great in radio too. Yeah, seriously. Well, thanks. We we may <laughs> we may have to hook you up in radio. You know, it, it, please do. I you know, it, it's good to have friends in high places. Absolutely, high places. Well, she'll she'll probably You're still funny. <laughs> she'll probably regret giving me your phone number because I'll be like just texting her random crap now. Hey, can I get right, you to totally. voice yeah, something? Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, did hey, you, I, I, I was thinking you were going to send me like gifts and stuff. And I was like, oh, Jesus, it's Chad again. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yes, Chad, the it, shitter's full. <laughs> right, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh-huh. shitting bricks. Okay, you know what's going to be the bad part about that is Chad's going to get drunk and start texting you that stuff. <laughs> After you send her your That's okay. Picture. I'm, you know, it's it's totally fine because my my sisters and and a lot a lot of people think my gift game is pretty strong. So you know, we we can probably send some back and forth stuff. So oh, bring really? it on. <laughs> yeah. I I will. I would like to challenge you, lady. After she after, after you text her the picture of your Christmas card, she's gonna block Chad's number. <laughs> right. Totally. Oh, what a cute three year old. Never talking to them again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bye. don't forget. Ellen's in Michigan. She's not that far from Des Moines, Iowa. Don't scare her like that. (laughs) 
Hey, Chad, road trip? Oh, let's road trip to her house and we'll recite all of the movies the entire way. That real tomato ketchup? <laughs> Nothing but yeah, the best. Run now, run now. Please. Oh, poor Ellen. You guys are going to show up at, in front of my house like like I'm like John Cusack with the with the boombox, right? <laughs> Except it'll be a cell phone with the movie on it. <laughs> right, totally. Now, before we let you off the line, you mentioned that you want to go and now do more voice acting. Tell us what your ideal gig would be. If you could pick the ideal gig right now, what would it be? The ideal gig, it would be one of two things. Um, I would love to be the voice of a really sort of like uh, stunning documentary. I think that, so I, I've, I've been doing some audiobooks, and, and what I found in dabbling in that is that you know, rather than character voices, which I would also love to do, um, I think that my voice kind of lends more toward a narrative. And so, you know, I'd, I'd love to, to be the voice of, of a documentary that was, that was, you know, really sort of like groundbreaking or, or important. Um, the other thing that I would love to do um, is, you know, maybe from like a money-making perspective, is be the voice of a product because that stuff's pretty lucrative. And, Absolutely. You know, so yeah, career-wise, that's something I'd love to do. But you should and, endorse and bricks. <laughs> What's Seriously, that? or Kaibos, or Kaibos. Oh yeah. my God. Well, <laughs> play to your strengths. Yeah, bricks are really sexy products. <laughs> I was actually thinking you should voice the girlfriend of Rocket in the Guardians of Galaxy Three, but. Oh, there you go. She'd totally. do that. I'd be into that. Absolutely. For Make sure. that more. Hey, one la- uh, I, I've got one last question before we let you go, and it's just something I, I've heard about uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. Was it the middle of summer and like an extreme heat wave when you guys were f- filming all the winter scenes? So it wasn't a heat wave necessarily because it was like probably, I mean, yeah, we were in L.A., but it was... Um, it was we, we were filmed like from May through July essentially. So yeah, it was it was pretty hot, um, and and so all the all the fake snow on the ground was essentially just like plastic bags, just like this really weird shitty you know plastic bag <laughs> material on the ground. Way to go, narrator. <laughs> 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 Way to describe that lion in the wilderness. <laughs> there right, was, totally. There was shitty snow on the ground, and no, I just I, at some point I had read something about uh, the set being really hot and it not being anywhere co- close to Christmas, and and I just I was just curious about it. Yeah, no, it was definitely on the on the polar opposite end of the year from that. And what's funny is that the the pool scene, the fantasy scene, that was shot on the same. Uh, ranch that we filmed all the the exterior shots of the house. It was right across the street, so like you can sort of see in the Shitter's Bowl scene where Randy Quaid is is dumping into the septic system uh, into the sewer that there's like a, a row of trees across the way, and behind that was where the pool was. That's where the filming was, and so actually it was like really nice filming that scene because we were like able to sort of have a day in the pool, and it was. It was hot in LA. Wasn't the wasn't that the same neighborhood they filmed Lethal Weapon in? Yeah, and a ton of other movies. Um, oh, wow. Like I think the house from the Burbs is is in that neighborhood, and and yeah, I just it's it's a pretty it's a pretty well used ranch. Yeah, uh, uh, Murtaugh's house is right down the way from Chevy Chase's yep, house. And, I'm so impressed. You know, I've, I've heard I've heard differing um, information about this, but my recollection was always that Murtaugh's house was the same house that um, 
the the Christmas 55 scene was filmed in, which was like two doors down from the Christmas Vacation House in the Griswold's house. You are way too much fun. I seriously, we need to have you on as a regular. I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I would love it. I mean, you know, you guys, you guys are great. I, I love this banter. Let's do it. Well, I just think you're amazing. You're such a good sport. You've had such a great career, and I just think I'm excited to see what the new year brings for you. Well, thank you so much. I, I hope this happens once again. So, Alan, tell people how they can keep up to speed with you. I know you're active on social media, so throw that out so people want to reach out. Yeah, so my, my Twitter handle and Instagram handle are the same. They are at Ellen Latson, E-L-L-E-N-L-A-T-Z-E-N. All right, so we have to have you do it. You know what we want you to do, right? Uh, shit and bricks. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got to recite it, just like, just like you did in front of the TV with the All brother-in-law. Right. Well, you gotta, you got to set me up for it. So um, I guess uh, I'll say oh, Rocky you have to bit be my Clark. thumb. B-Sox has got to be Clark. Go ahead, B-Sox. Okay. That, that's where he had, remember he had the line yeah, yeah, yeah. where, okay. Yeah. So why are you up so late, sweetie or honey or whatever he said? <laughs> well, it's, you know, so uh, what are you doing up, sweetheart, I think is what he said. I was close. I was ballpark. <laughs> you were. No, 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 that was good. Come that on, B-Sox, don't let her down. Um, and then he, and then he like, reached Twitter, over and, like, rubbed your arm a little bit. He goes, so what? What? what's your troubles? <laughs> uh, Rocky bit my thumb. You want a cigarette for that? <laughs> right, totally. So where's that bottle of wine you were talking about? Um, um, I've got red and uh, a nice uh, crisp white. Actually, you know what? I, I'm more of a whiskey drinker, so you know, okay. if you got a bottle of bourbon, I'll take that. All right. Um, I, uh, so- you know what? we got the uh, bottle of uh, Apple Crown out, me and you. And uh, <laughs> so Rocky just bit your finger, right? Yeah, so, so Ro- Rocky bit my thumb. That's son of a nervous bitch. because Christmas is almost here. Well, aren't you excited for that, uh, you know, Santa Claus to squeeze his fat white ass down the chimney? <laughs> I'm shitting bricks. Uh, the honey language. Sorry, shitting rocks. <laughs> Way better. <laughs> this made my entire Christmas. <laughs> Ellen, I love I'm it. Thank so you glad. so much. You are so awesome. Thank you for having me, guys. It's been a real pleasure, and I really appreciate it. Oh, it's uh, we can't wait to have you back. I can't wait to be back. Just let me know, and you know, try to try, try to keep the the drunk texting to a minimum. If you can. Oh, I, I can't promise anything, but I can't right. promise. I make no promises. You, you can't. You you can't. You can't promise you'll try, but you'll try to try. Yes. Change your number. No, you know what it's going to be. Chad's going to be around. So people goes, watch this, Ruby Sue. Anybody pull that out of their phone? Right. Uh-oh. Thanks again. Have yourself a merry Christmas. And the same to you guys. Thanks so much. Take care. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Chad Taylor Radio. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.